We have learned all those who are Chayim Malkus. Now we are going to learn the Malkus procedure. What is the Malkus procedure? What is the procedure for giving someone Malkus? They tie his two hands around a, a, a beam, a pillar. They have a pillar in the ground. He bends over the pillar and they tie his hands towards the bottom of it. And the attendant of the Knesses, the Shamus, the Shamus, the Shamus holds uh, his, his baguette and he pulls it. If it tears, it tears. If it uh, tears on the seam, that's also fine. But his heart has to be revealed. Meaning you don't, you don't give him lashes over a baguette. His, his, his back and his chest have to be exposed so that the whip actually hits his back and has to hit his skin. Is he, is, he, is he lying down or is he up? No, no, he's, he's bent over. He's like this? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then they rip from the front? I think from the back. It sounds like they take from the collar, it seems like, and they pull down. And if it rips, it rips. And if it tears in the seam, it tears in the seam. It, it has to rip in order for them to... No, but... Right. It rips on the seam. Right, that's the point. No, it doesn't say that. It says if it rips, it does. It's on the seam. It does. On the seam. Yeah. That's, that's Nifrimu. Primo is on the seam. I was trying to say that it doesn't But it has to rip, I'm saying. It yeah, yeah. It has to be... It has to come off. Because it has either one. Either tearing or tearing on the seam. It's two separate things. Oh. That's all. So, there's an Evan that the one who's giving the lashes stands upon. He stands behind the, um, the, the, the person who's being whipped. He stands on it. And he holds in his hand a whip. It's, a, it's, a, it's made of a hide that's taken from a cow, from an axe or whatever, from, from a cow. What's this? Bays. The Bach says it's kfula achas l'shtayim u'shtayim la'arba. So it's folded over once, and then it's folded over a second time. I think the Rivon here might say it in a second. The Rivon says that what does it mean that it's folded over? There's, there's two ritsuas folded over once. So that means that for, it's two, that really looks like four. I saw that they bring from the Me'iri. The Me'iri says that it's actually one, which is folded four times. So it's, it's really only one whip. I don't, I don't, I don't follow, is, that a, is that a softer blow or is that a harsher blow? I'm not sure. I'm not sure the source for this, but they they have this. Uh, they would fold the whip this way. Um, softer. Softer. Yeah, maybe it's like um, like cat and nine tails. You know, the paint is on its tiny little little mm-hmm. with knot side on them. Think uh-huh. about getting hit with a belt, which hurts more. It's just the whole belt, or if somebody folds it over, it sticks. It's more like getting hit with a nightstick. Mm-hmm. That's not as bad, you're saying. It doesn't yeah. sting as much. So, so yeah. It flexes a little more. It's okay. a softer hit. Interesting. Yeah. Okay, and they would they would weave into it the ritsua of a chamor. We'll see why in the Gemara they would add to this uh, to the akel. They would also add um, some hide from from an ass, and they did that in order to uh, to commemorate the yoda shorkineyu v'chamor evizbol. Pasuk in the Navi Yeshaya. We'll see in the Gemara. So the Gemara says yoda tefach. The handle was a tefach. Uruchava tefach. The width of the whip was also a tefach. The roisha magas. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's pretty wide. Yeah, maybe, maybe yeah, all four. I would imagine it's all four together. Um, it's pretty wide, right? And the 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 top of the whip would have to reach from around his back to the to at least the the edge of his stomach. So I had to be able to go like all the way around. One more time. You're contorting your face, which means you feel like it's painful. I don't think it's an enjoyable experience. No. The whip has to be long enough that when you strike him on the back, yeah. it, wraps around. it will wrap around and, and, t- and get to his stomach also. They, they strike him sideways? 
So, so I think there's a machlekes we show him if it's done top, from uh, down this way or that way. So that's, this is according to we're explaining according to one opinion. Um, fine, but again, even if it's the top side, also be the same thing. Would be true. It'd be long enough that it would get down to somewhere to the stomach. So the, the mission continues. One third is on the front, as on his back, as on the front. And two thirds, two portions. The other are portions on his uh, on his back. They would not strike him when he was standing or sitting. When he was bent over, the judges would cause him to bend over. When you strike, you strike with one hand. So here we actually see that they make sure that make sure to do it uh, with, with a lot of force. And then when the, and there was a koyre, there was someone else who was standing there who would read the following pasuk. That these psukim, obviously, if you don't keep the mitzvahs, will give you makis. And when you were finished reciting these psukim, you would go back to the beginning of the psukim and start again. What would be the last pasuk you said? You would you would you would say that pasuk. And again, you would go back over to the beginning of the pasuk. Um, I saw brought down that uh, the time they used to give malchus, they always used to give like by nighttime, like a little like right before uh, evening, and the minute that we have to say the pasuk of Ahura Chumichafer of Hamilay Ashkes, the Rosh Hashanah before Myriv is is to no, it's not my bend over. That's for Baruch um, The reason why we say that pasuk is that we say that basically all the any tzaras that we've had during the day it should be a kapara for us as if we got malchus, and if we do it by Myriv, we say Ahura Chumichafer Avoyin. It's brought down in the tour in Oyerchayim by Myriv, the mukar for saying that pasuk. It's interesting uh, tidbit. Yes. That's the minimum you give a person. Malchus. Yeah. Uh, so, I, th- I think it's we had the Mishnah that has to be in multiples of three. No, so again, it, it, this is just means that they would. Gemara is going to say that you would say it very quickly if he didn't have enough. Wasn't getting enough Malchus. is going to talk about that. That if he had a lot of Malchus, they would. If the Gemara, if he had a lot of Malchus, then they would they would extend it. They would have to drag drag it out slowly. The Gemara is going to say that if they had very few, they would have to say it quickly. So the Mishnah continues. Uh, if the person who's receiving the lashes dies, so then again he's potter. The the one who gives the lashes is potter, because uh, again he's a shleich basin. We said Abishol, we had Abishol in the Gemara earlier that said that if someone dies at the hand of the, of the if someone kills someone while giving malchus, the halacha is that it's considered he's potter who's being lashik in a mitzvah. However, let's say he adds one extra lash and he dies. Then you have to get Malchus, because again, that one, that extra lash, was not a mitzvah. You were not Isaac in a mitzvah then. That was Chulin. You had no right to give that, and therefore you would go to Golos. What if it's, it's within, what if it's within the right amount? Right, number 32, he hit him. The doctor only said that this guy can survive 31 lashes. No, but they, 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 they no, the doctor, you'd only give him whatever the doctor says. Right. Ah. And by the way, it wouldn't be 31, it would have to be 30, because it's multiples of 3. So the doctor says 30, and you give him a 31st. Then, you can't say that it's within the mitzvah because it's still less no, than... Yeah. The mitzvah is whatever the doctor says. They're yeah, them. Who pays for the medical bills? I, don't, I think he would have to. It's his problem. So the mission continues. The last line is what Nathus Muhammad earlier in his scalpel. Let's say the person soiled themselves. So the halacha is... Oh. Whether or not he dumps himself or he wets himself either way potter you are potter uh, I don't like that. you're potter from the rest of the Malchus as soon as that happens you're potter the reason why Rashi says huh yeah huh I'll drink a, a, a jug of water hold it in for three hours 
And then after one knock, you, you give me one hit, I explode. Yeah. So I'm not sure. <coughs> it's a good You're, point. We have to look into it. We have to look into that. Make him relieve himself before the knockout. That's fine. Yeah. Do it? Yeah. How do you make someone? I made that up. You give a bear hug, tell him he's got to go, or else you're not going to tell him. Well, I was going to suggest, I was going to suggest perhaps that we have to know that it's because of the shame, of, of, because of the Malchus. Uh-huh. If we think that he's doing it by himself, could we won't let him. I don't, I don't know, I don't know. You're going to make a good point. Maybe we want to just let, make him believe himself first, and then, uh, you know, it is what it is. You can tell. Uh, a man. Uh, soils himself again. Has to. He's only potter if he has. If he. If he. Uh, if he excretes, but not if he just wets himself. And the reason why is because each one has a different level of shame. He will be disgraced. A man is only disgraced according to Rabbi Yehuda. A uh, man is not, has has a lower threshold. Has a I guess a higher, higher threshold for shame. A man wets himself. No big deal. Like okay, big deal. But a woman who does that's already more shameful. What? Well, women do it all the time though. Women laugh and they they do with themselves. She probably had a wife. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say my wife. I said your wife. <laughs> <laughs> Were the Makkas pub- public? Um, so they were done in Beisden, uh, presumably. The people weren't. I think it's a machlekes if it has to be done in Beisden, Dafka or not. Um, you're saying that would be the shame. I don't, I'm not sure. That's a good question. I mean, was it like public viewing? Was it like a glass, you know, like a public execution? Unclear because the Kate and Malkanoisa here sounds like there was this was like a procedure of Basin, it was like a right. procedural, you know, event. But if there Not was, sure. my, yeah, my question is, was some public right. the shame. Okay, anyways, okay, so that's the that's the Mishnah. So the Gemara continues, my time, Misha Mikla. Now, this part of the Gemara, the Bach actually takes out these four words. Uh, it's unclear what this is referring to, but it's a general, definitely, it could be applied generally to the Mishnah. Some of the rules of for sure towards the end of the Mishnah are learned from a Pusik of Nikla. That there's an Indian here of disgracing him. So again, it, uh, this means is that we're supposed to disgrace him with the Malchus, and if he has a disgrace, then he becomes exempt. So Amar of Sheshes, Mishum Rabbazim Nazariah. Rabb Sheshes said in the name of Rabbazim Nazariah, we're going to have a little Shikla Gadat today. So he says, Minayan How do you know that, this, that the strap has to be made out of cow hide? It says, Give him 40 lashes. And it says immediately, You shall not muzzle a shor bedishoy, because the shor, the pasuk of the shor, is juxtaposed to the to the chiv of uh, Malchus. We see that it must be done with a ritzua shel shor. said another teaching in the name of How do you know that if you have a case of yibum, right? A woman is married to a man who is very handsome. He's Prince Charming. Then he dies, and they don't have any children. So what happens? She falls to yibum to his brother. Now, Prince Charming's brother was ugly, ugly, and he had boils, he had horrible acne, he was a toad, he was a frog, right? So, does she have to do Yibam? So, Rolazim Nazaya taught, no, he does, no, she does not have to. Why? Because, that the Parsha of Yibam is said next to this, we don't muzzle her or him or anybody, so therefore we're not muzzling this woman. To muzzle her would mean to ignore her, what? What if the woman is ugly? Hmm? But well, he could always perform chalitza. He has an option. Oh, oh, oh he has that. Okay. So, he, so he's allowed to if she's ugly. Right. Don't worry, we don't we do don't, him We anymore. don't frown upon him. If, I'm he saying, can do it for no reason. Chalitza was frowned upon. Still is. Yeah, but he still has a choice. Still is. We can do chalitza nowadays. Do you have a We do chalitza nowadays. Really? Uh, yes. Oh, yeah, you always do chalitza nowadays. Oh, we don't, we don't right. do evil nowadays. Right. Yeah. Even though, even though, even though, Rabbi, what's his name? Rabbi, what's his name? Groomer? Groomer, yeah. Rabbi Groomer told Yosef Hillel 
Who's Yosef Hill? Um, Chaim's brother. Chaim died without children. Oh, okay. So he did Chalitza. But before he did Chalitza, Rabbi Gruber told him publicly, he said, you are allowed to do Yivum. There's no, uh, there's no halachic issue. There's no, it's a beautiful thing. And Are you here? Yeah. So we, there's a video of it. We, we, we encourage you to do it. Really? Yeah. What's your pity? I don't answer that question. Yeah. Okay, let's go back there. Anybody, I think Rashi says, and who plays this means that somebody who does, does Moloch on Chol Amoyed, so the halacha is, it's as if you're Oyed of Erizora, which again is the source for the Isra Moloch on Chol Amoyed. So we see again, it's Kilo Oyed of Erizora. Because of this, uh, it's, it's tantamount to that. Anybody who speaks lashon hara, call him a kaber lashon hara, call him meyud edus sheker. Anybody who says false testimony, roi lashlicha leklavim, it's fit to be thrown. His corpse should be thrown to dogs when he's dead. So it includes not just uh, saying it, but uh, not just uh, hearing it, but also saying it. That's the Laisasi Shay Mashav. You shouldn't give anybody a bad reputation. If you do so, you belong Lakelov Tashlich and Oisai. So these are the teachings of Rav Sheshes in the name of Blessed Benazariah. The first of which was relevant to our Mishnah, and the subsequent four or five of them uh, were, were, uh, which were other, just other things that he said, that uh, other um, drushes that they had said, Rav Sheshes in the name of Blessed Benazariah. Ushtei Ritzuis, they had two Ritzuis, Tana, Shelchamor. Why do you have? Why does it have to be shelchamor? They add. They would add a lace of uh, of a donkey. There was this Galilean that said a drush in front of Rav Chista. Yoda Shor Koineyu Vechamor Evus Bolov. The Navi Isaiah says that a shor knows its owner and a chamor knows who, the one who feeds it. Yisrael Yoda, but Klaishal doesn't know. Amar Kadosh Baruch Hu. Yovei Misha Makar Evus Bolov Yiframimi Sheeni Makar Evus Bolov. It's like the donkey is taking retribution from this person who's over in Isser and saying a donkey knows that a Kadosh Baruch Hu feeds him. And you don't know that Hakadosh Baruch Hu gives you uh, is the one who feeds you. So we got to give him Malchus and say you, you're you're uh, you're 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 not grateful for all that Hashem does for you. You're less than a donkey. So we hit him with a donkey. And I guess obviously the shore is also in this. Uh, I'm not sure why this is not the source for the Yola Shorkineo. Why did he have to come on the, on the why did Rashi say address earlier of our boy Miyakenu? Why didn't he just say why didn't he just use this pasuk? Sounds like this pasuk is shore and chamor. But uh, anyways, but this but the Gemara only uses this pasuk for the chamor for whatever reason. So the word continues, Yoda Tefach. Um, the 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 handle was a tefach. Um, every every single uh, person, it was lefum gabe avdinale. They would make a a whip that fit him, for his back. I'm sure, how you see that from here. But uh, but it seems like there was because uh, I, I think we're we're not we're, uh, we're going on the on the because uh, uh, we're going on if the the title here is not right we're going on the on the part of the Mishnah which says that the whip has to be able to reach around his side now that could vary depending on the size of the person so Bayez says Elamai we have a custom made whip for each one they're going to have a thousand whips in the in the in the base of English where are they going to keep all these whips. Ella Omarova Avkasa Isle, they had an adjustable knot. Kiboy Mikterbe, Kiboy Marpalebe, when they wanted, they had to they could tighten it or they could loosen it, depending on the size of the person. So according to him, there was not a thousand whips, they just had one adjustable, one size fits all whip. So Malkin Oisoi, Minohanimili, how do you know this halacha of Malkin Oisoi? In this way, so Amar of Kanadamar Krav, Hippilia Shafit, Viko Lefanov, Kedei Rishasa, Bemisbar, 
Risha Achas Milfana Vashtay Rishayos Meacharav. Now, how do we know the Talacha that it's one third on the front and two on the back? Because it says, Vihipilia Shaifet Vihiko. Remember when you hit him in Lefanov, Vihiko Lefanov. And then it says, Bimispar. Bimispar is, is like the, a number of, of lashes that's not going on the back. That's, that's a plural, at least of two, so it's two thirds on the back. What does it mean that one third and two thirds? One third of the width? No, no, no. One third, one of, third of, of the, the number, number of lashes. lashes. If he's going to get 39, he gets 13 on the front okay. and 26 on the back. So, Ain Malkin, I say. Huh? If he's bent over, how do they do it on the front? They were. That's a good question. I, I imagine they were able to get even if he's bent over, they were still able to to hit him from. Wrap around. Yeah. It says do it with all your might. It's it's kind of awkward position. Right here. Okay. That's a good question. But it seems like that was there was a din of the hippies. I don't know if they were allowed to stand him up. I guess they had to figure out a way to do it. Even I mean, you know, I'm just asking if they bent over like this, right? How do you get a guy? And his torso, the front torso. Right, from the side. Come from the side. Yeah, come from the side. I think that's what I was, I was, I was, I was, I was going to come like this way. Right. If, but there is a pole if there. bent over, and yeah. are they tied to the pole, or they're tied to a rope tied to the pole? I mean, it's so much that they could separate their body from the pole, and then the rope, yeah. the, the whip could get in there. <laughs> Sounds painful. It is painful. <laughs> Absolutely is painful. So the the, the, the Gemara continues... <clears throat> Um, they would they would use this uh, this whip. So, how do you know that the that the strap had to be folded over? And they would uh, basically they would they were dashing the pasuk the really means the and they would double it over. Which would say that they bent him over. My number one that he would have to be bent over, and number two that they would they would also. Fold over the whip. So Hamaka Maka Biyadai when he when he Biyadai Achas uses one hand. Tana Rabbanon Ein Mamidin Chazan Ella Chasiri Koyach Biyasiri Mada. Tana Kama says they would the one who administered the lashes had to be somebody who was weak and smart. I mean he had to be weak. They wanted hitting too hard, and he had to be very smart and be able to to determine when uh, another how to be more lenient and how how to know when to refrain from giving more. Even if the guy was a fool and he was very, very strong, we could, we could, he could give them Alka. Makes sense. The Torah gives you gives a mitzvah, don't add lashes. If you're allowed to have a fool giving them Alka, that's why the Torah has to warn him because since an idiot can do it, we have to give a, give a warning, don't give too much. If the whole thing was only performed anyways by those who were Yisiri Mada, those who were discerning. So, do they really need an Azhara? Does it, is it really necessary to tell them? So, there, so that's Rabbi Huda's Raya must be the fact that there's a special mitzvah we could, that even a fool could administer it. Rabbana, what do they want say? We only give, uh, we only give, uh, we only um, encourage those who are anyways motivated. It's true that uh, the Torah gives motivation, but it gives encouragement, to, or gives us a warning to do it a certain way. But who's the Torah talking to? Not to an idiot. The Torah is talking to someone who would listen, and that is someone who is already Mazuras. Tana, Kishu Magbiya Magbiya Bishayada, when he lifts the whip, he lifts it with two hands. Ukishu Maka Maka Biyadi Achas, Kehechi, Delese Mididei. Um, that he would he would use um, his he would lift it with two hands and go to come down with one hand. Kehechi Delese Mididei. What does that mean? Kehechi Delese Mididei? Come from him. I think it's the force, it should be his full force. Then why lift it up with two hands? Well, that's just to help him lift it. Uh, again, for that, it would, you'd actually need two hands to lift it. But when coming down, it's, it's, it, I guess you, I guess you, there's more gravity. It's like a basketball. Like a basketball. You bring it up with two hands and you have to shoot with one, really. Not exactly. Not exactly. <laughs>
Fine. Va koire koire. So Tan Rabonon, Hagotl Shabadayon and Koire, the most prominent of the Dayonim, he's the one that reads Hasheni Moine, the second there's a second Dayan who counts the lashes, Vashlishi Oimer, Hakoy the third one says, Hit him. Vizmancha Maka Meruba, when there's a lot of Makas was not that we were talking about before, Mayrich, he should be he should elongate the Psukim. Vizmancha Maka Mwatz, when there's very few Makas, Mekatar, he should be he should be uh Mekatar should do it very quickly. The Psukh that I mentioned in the Mishnah. Why does he have to either do it quickly or shorter? Anyways, you can just repeat it. You go back to the beginning of the pasuk. So the Mar says, "Pshat is is that it's really the best thing to do is to say the psukim just the exact amount of time, meaning." But the amount of the if let's say you're getting uh, eighteen malchus, so then stretch out the psukim for eighteen malchus. If you end too quickly, so then in chanam you could go back, but there's it's preferred that you would only say the psukim once and be mitzam same exactly for the amount of malchus. The pasuk says that there should be a mako rabba. This is the pasuk of our boim yakenu, right? Lo yosef pen yosef la koisel ela mako rabba. So it says makamu etes minayin. How do you know that you can't even add even a makamu etes, even a small mako? Talmud leimar lo yosef. Don't add. Imkain matamalir makaraba. Limit alarishayna shahin makaraba. That the first ones are a makaraba. That the uh, the first the first uh, makas that he get um, are a uh, are a makaraba. I mean, the the makas are supposed to be considered makaraba. At least the ones he deserves. Again, the ones that he doesn't get. You know you can't you can't even hit him even a little bit. But the ones that he does get should be a makaraba. That's why the Torah calls it a makaraba. Okay, but it's again, it's the Maka Rabbah of the Chaseri Koyach. It's his, it's his strongest one. Right, there seems to be a disagreement here, just a general disagreement. Is there an Indian to like add pain to this guy who gave the Malchus, or to try to be lenient upon him? So on the, on the bottom of there, they, they bring out this Machlechus, uh, whether or not there's a din of the Hitzilu Ha'eda by Malchus. We know by Mrs. Beisden, the Allah is that we pursue the merits of the accused. The question is, if we do such a thing by Malchus as well, are we trying to um, to diminish his sorrow, diminish his pain and suffering here, or are we trying to give him more kapara through more and more suffering? That seems to be a machlekas over here between these these Tanoi and Tanakam Rabbi Yehuda. If there's an Indian to get someone who's dafka a wimp or not, that seems to be the center of the dispute. Zokdemar Vaiter Niskalkel. The if he if they if he soiled himself. So Tanur Rabbanon Echad who ish v'Echad who isha bereiv v'loy b'mayim devarim meir. Meir's opinion is is that man and woman they both become exempt. Again, they both are shamed and therefore exempt if they have rei, which again number two v'loy b'mayim not number one. That's where Meir's opinion of Yehuda Oimer. Rabbi Yehuda says ha ish bereiv v'isha v'isha b'mayim. That was the Rabbi Yehuda's opinion in the Mishnah. V'chachomam oimer Echad who ish v'Echad who isha bein bereiv bein b'mayim. The chachomam say that no, it's man or woman is bein bereiv bein b'mayim. That was the Tanakam of the Mishnah. I was the steer of Yehuda because we have another Rabbi Yehuda which says that it needs to be number two. No, Rabbi Yehuda, that, the, the, that Rabbi Yehuda that we just quoted, all it's saying is that man and woman can both become exempt through Ray, but a woman has an additional way of becoming exempt that is, if she wets herself, that would also be shameful and indignified for the woman. Amar Shmuel, Kafsuhu Virasmi based in Potter, Peldik Alocha. They tie him up and he runs away. The Alocha is your Potter. He's Potter from the rest of the Malchus. So Mesve. Now, now, why would that be? So then, how do we know? One second. So, how do we know when the Tanakama says. No, no, when, sorry, when the, when the. Who is it? When Rabbi Meir says, right now in this price, how do we know that, what he means then? He says clearly. 
So Amar Shmuel Kafsu, if they tie him up with rotsmi base and he fle- he frees himself and he runs away, he's potter. That itself is considered a shameful thing. Meisve kala. Let's say they 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 soil themselves. Kala is like a lashon they were nikla, they were shamed. Bein berishayin to bein bishniyah poitrin oisay. Whether it was in the first after the first lash or the second lash, he's exempt. Nifsuka ritzua bishniyah poitrin oisay berishayin poitrin oisay. But if the 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 let's say the the whip. Uh, became ruined or something happened to the Ritsua. Rashi says that in or the Rivan says in Bahagbashnia Nifsika, if when you lifted it up the second time it broke, because he was obviously very disgraced with the first one that he was hit. But if let's say um, when the whip the, by the first lash he picks it up and the whip breaks or something happens to the whip, you're not potter. Amai Lahavi Karats Frankly, more why? Why even before the first lash? When we just said that if you tie him up, he's never been hit before. You tied him up and he runs away, he's putter. So why is that any different than if you pick up even for the first uh, lash, the first of the of his uh, the Malchus, and he and and it breaks? Why is it not the same thing? Says ruts. And what this means is like this: that if a guy's never been hit and he doesn't run away, it's not the fact that he's tied up that's a disgrace. Why is he disgraced? The fact that he has to run away. Having to flee is itself a disgraceful thing. So if somebody runs away before he's been hit, once you tie him up and he runs, he breaks himself free, he runs away like a chicken, that itself is a disgraceful thing. Therefore, he's considered a he's potter. But if you just tied him up, he didn't run yet, and you didn't hit him yet, you can't be potter until he at least got one, uh, one of the lashes. Like naked, no? Hmm? Isn't the guy like half naked or not? I don't think it's because of that. We don't consider that to be the shame here. Tana Rabbanon, I'm do l'kshayilke. Let's say they um, they they evaluate him l'kshayilke kala. Um, so again, they they evaluated him that they basically were able to tell that he's this guy's going to wet himself the second he gets the malchus. So poitrin I say we exempt him immediately. Um, based in color, but if he's only going to soil himself afterwards, so then Malkin Oisai, we do give him the Malkus. Even if he wets himself originally, uh, again, before he got any Malkus, so the Lachas, we still we give him Malkus, Shenemar, Vihikov, Nikla, Veloisha, Loka, Kvarba, Bazdin. Has to have the Malkus after the Nikla, not that he had, not that he, um, soiled himself already before. The, the, has to come after the lashes, it can't come before the lashes. Uh, we have to figure out how to reconcile this with the previous halacha of someone who runs away. Because it sounds like here that the nikla has to be after a malchus. It can't just be before. We said that if he's nikla because he runs away, that's also enough. It seems not to shtim with his brysa. The uh, before should discuss it here. I'll have to be my eye during the week. So, okay, the Mishnah. Yeah, very interesting. Mishnah. Uh, the final Mishnah, Masechus Makis. The, fi- the end of this Mishnah is a very famous, famous line. It says the Mishnah called Chayve Krisis. Sheloku nifteru yedei krisosam. Vietonos chayev chayev kore. Someone ate on your kipper, chasasham. So lochas, if you get, if he was given malchus, he becomes potter from the krisos. Now kores is bidei shemayim. Very interesting alocha. Kores really is bidei shemayim. So it's it's funny to say that, oh, if someone who's chayev kores gets malchus, he becomes potter. The word's gonna ask, like, how do you know what, how do you know what happened? Like, it's all up to Shema, it's up to Hashem. If Hashem wants to, he will. Or not, not, I'm saying give kares. But as far as we know right now, the Mishnah is just telling us that if someone who's high of kares, they got Malchus, his kares won't happen. Shenemar, v'nikla achicha le'inecha. Kishaloka, once he gets Malchus, ha'riya ke'achicha, divir Rebchananya ben Gamliel, that's the opinion of Rebchananya ben Gamliel. We'll see in the Gemara if anybody argues. V'amar Rebchananya ben Gamliel, Rebchananya ben Gamliel said, another halacha, ma'im o'ivra avera achas, no'itol nafshe yaleah. Somebody does one avera, we, we t 
take his soul from him. Certainly, we return to him his nefesh. So he makes the kavachomer that if we're so makbed on avera, certainly if you do a mitzvah, you'll get your soul back. It's learned out meaning from its from from the from the pasuk itself. Those who do averes will get kares. And it says. Again, if you do the mitzvah, but if you're because of the connection to the Averas, we see that somebody who refrains from doing an Avera, it's as if he gets which is an interesting concept that they, again, if I didn't do anything, why should I have a mitzvah? I wasn't active. There's a difference between mitzvahs and Averas. A mitzvah, a person gets for being active. Avera, he gets for being passive. Yet here we're equating the active and the passive. So Rosh Hashim, no, but even the machshav of the mitzvah, you still get schar, no? That's something else, right? The machshav is for something. Machshav is schar for machshav. It's not the, not as if you do the mitzvah mamish. So Rav Shimon Bar Rabbi Oimer, Harayu Oimer. Now he has an interesting drush of here. Pasuk in this week's parsha, I believe, Rak Chazak Levilti Echoyel Es Hadam. A person has to be strong. No, it's not this. No, this pasuk. I'm sorry, it's in parsha A. But uh, I think there is an Isra of Dam also in this parsha. But Rak Chazak Levilti Echoyel Hadam Ki Adam Hu Anefesh. She can't eat blood. You know, it says Chazak, right? Be strong, right? Don't give in to your Yitzhar to drink blood. So the more the Mishnah Darshan is Umaim Adam. You get schar for not eating blood, even though, again, blood is not geschmack. No one wants to drink it anyways. Gezel v'arayis. Now, gezel and arayis, that a person's nefesh is misavelohen, and a person's desire for, for theft and for immorality. Certainly, Adds such a tremendous schar for a person if he refrains from stealing and he refrains from immorality. Rav Chananya ben Akashi Oimer. Rav Chananya ben Akashi says, "Rotzah Kadosh Baruch Hu lezakoi says Yisrael Kadosh Baruch Hu wanted to give merit to the Jewish people. Lefikach here b'lehem Torah mitzvah. Therefore, he um, he he gave them more Torah and more mitzvahs. Give him six hundred thirteen shenemar." Hashem Chafez Laman Sidko Hashem wanted us to be righteous, Yagd Torah Vyad, and that's why he made the Torah so big and the mitzvah so many, in order to give us a schus. So that's the end of this Mishnah, which again the common um, it's very popular this to say at the end of any teaching in order to say Devar Gada, in order to allow a Kaddish Durabodan. Omar Abyoychanan. Abyoychanan taught the rabbis disagreed with Chananya ben Gamliel. Chananya ben Gamliel was of the opinion, again, that if someone has a chi of kares and he receives lashes, Chananya ben Gamliel said, you become part of the Mishnah was, Kol chavei krisa shalaku, nifteru yidei krisasam. He has a pasuk, diver Rav Chanan ben Gamliel. So the Rabbi Yochanan taught that the rabbis, the, 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 the other rabbis disagreed with Rav Chanan ben Gamliel. So Amr of Adabar Ava, Amri Bey Rav, Taninan. We have a, we have a, they said in the, in the yeshiva of Rav, they said, we said that they quoted the following Mishnah. Ein bein Shabbos liyam kippurim. It's a Mishnah in Megillah. Ein bein Shabbos liyam kippurim. El shazez doini b'diyadim, shazez doini b'yikores. There's a chiluk between Shabbos and Yom Kippur. On Shabbos, if someone does malach on Shabbos, what do you chayev? Yechayev skila, Yechayev misis beizdin. What if someone does malacha on Yom Kippur? What do you chayev kares, which is which is bidei shemayim? So the only difference between Shabbos and Yom Kippur is who gives the punishment. Frakti gemara veimisa idi veidi bidei adam who. If you're telling me that 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 like like if Chananya ben Gamliel if Chananya ben Gamliel is correct <coughs> that Malchus could exempt you from a chiyav kares, it turns out that in Yom Kippur there's also a punishment to bidei adam. So why are you telling me that that? Um, Shabbos is be the Adam and Yom Kippur is not. Yom Kippur also be the Adam. Yom Kippur also could have punishment. You could also become potter with the Malchus, says the Gemara. 
says the Gemara, Vimisa, you need to be Deja Adamu. So Rav Nachman, Omer, what's Rav Nachman's answer? Hamani Rabbi Yitzchaki, Omer, Malkus Bechavi, Krisus Leka. You're right, that mission in Megillah is the opinion of Rabbi Yitzchak. Rabbi Yitzchak holds that there is no Malkus Bechavi, Krisus, it's always Bidei Shemayim. Why did Tanya, Rabbi Yitzchak, Omer, Chavi, Krisus Bechlal, Hayu, Chavi, Krisus, they were all in one rule. Why does the, why does the, why is the sister singled out that she gets Kares? To emphasize the Kares and no Malkus. And that opinion of Rabbi Yitzchak is the opinion of the Mishnah in Megillah, but our Mishnah of Hanan Megamil is a different opinion. Rav Ashi Omar. Sorry, repeat again. So if you do something amazing on Yom Kippur, you get Kares. But it should be Bidei Shemayim. That's what the Mishnah says in, in Megillah. The problem is, according to our Mishnah, it's not always Bidei Shemayim. There's a possibility that it could also be Bidei Adam. Because if someone would get Malkus, the Halach would be that would exempt him from the Kares. Maybe that's only where you're high of both. No, we're talking about a case of a guy, whatever the case was, based and gave a guy Malchus for whatever reason. Guy gave a guy Malchus who was high of Kares. He now he's potter from the Kares. That's what the Mishnah talking about? That's what the Mishnah means. Frankly, Gemara. Chayev, and and no, no, no. He, he did it. He was over an Isra that was a Chi of Kares. The Malchus exempts his Kares. Okay. So to so that, the Gemara. Anytime you're of Kares, you can give the guy Malchus? So, so there's discussion in the Achreinim whether or not, why can't everybody get Kares? Say, listen, no, I don't want Kares. Let me go and do, do the Malchus. Could you go ahead and do that? And also, could you do it to yourself? They said over there in the bottom of there, they were busy with the Shaila. There, was, there used to be this. Uh, you know these aesthetics. They used to, um, they used to want to give them flog themselves in order to gain a kapara. They wanted to do things like this in order to exempt themselves of any chiyuv kares. They like an erev kipper. They would go and used to be a minig an erev kipper to give each other. Everyone used to give each other malchus. Would that exempt? Would that exempt you from kares? There is there is discussion about that, and if this is related to it, huh? Is that not? It's not a real thing. You just touch them on the back of the belt. Not real kares. Is that yet not universal? Malchus. Huh? Yeah. Because a lot of Christian groups in the South America do that also. Self-flagellate. Yeah. Danny, they don't. What makes sense to come out that No, you touch. <laughs> <laughs> you, 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 you tap them on the back with the belt. You, you ta- yeah, you go the hoo-rap. The hoo Yeah. Say the hoo-rap. Somebody tells. The hoo-rap. You have it on the hoo Yeah, you say the hoo-rap three times. Four, no. um, each right. word you, you do a There's tap. 13 words, I think, in Yivu right? Yeah. Rabbi Coco used to do the Malchus Malchus. Who's Rabbi Coco? Yeah. Yeah, right. It's, right, it's 39 yeah, Malchus. Right. 39 Malchus. 13. So that was a Teretz of Rabbi Yitzchak. So the Gemara says, another Teretz, Rav Ashi Yomar, no, Apitha Temer Rabbonon, Zeh Ikerzon Yomidi Odom, Zeh Ikerzon Yomidi Shemayim. You don't have to come on to, you don't have to say that Mishnah, there's only Rabbi Yitzchak. Everyone agrees to Rabbi Hanani Gamliel that if you get Malchus, you're exempt from the Kares. The Mishnah in Megillah, when it says that, that, that uh, uh, Yom Kippur is, is, uh, is Bidei Adam, the Oynish is Bidei Adam, is, is, excuse me, is Bidei Shemayim and not Bidei Adam, it doesn't mean that it's impossible for it to be Bidei Adam. The Iker Oynish of Kares is still Kares. It's true, if you get the Malchus, you become exempt, but that's not the Mishnah is talking about the Iker Halacha, and therefore, that's why the Mishnah says it that way. Omar of Adabar Ava, 
Amar Rav, Halacha of Hanani ben Gamliel. Rav Adab Rav says an interesting statement in the name of Rav that the Halacha follows of Hanani ben Gamliel that again, he are paskating Halacha Lamaisa. If someone's high of Karis and he gets Malkus, he's paskating Halacha Lamaisa. Hashem can't give him Karis anymore. Amar of Yosef, Mansalak Le'elav Asav, Amar, who went up to heaven and told us that's the Halacha? How do you know that Hashem won't give him Karis, right? It's up to Hashem. Who went up there? So Amar Le'abaye, Allahad Amar of Yeshua ben Levi. So Abaye asked, that was Yeshua ben Levi said, Shloisha Dvarim also based in Shel Mata, Vahiskima based in Shel Mala Al Yodam. There were three things we'll see in a second what they were that based in Shalmata said based in Shalmata did and based in Shalmata agreed Man who could you, how could you say that how do you know there was an agreement what they went up to Shemayim and came down and told us you're right there, there's a um Hello, my. There's a pasuk that tells it to you. So we darshan the pasuk. You don't have to go up to Shemayim to hear what Hashem or see what Hashem is going to do. If you can darshan from the pasuk, you can tell from the pasuk. So then that will be the uh, halacha. So here also we have this pasuk of l'nikla achicha kimash nikla ariyak achicha. Now you become potter from Malchus Gufa. <clears throat> Let's analyze that aforementioned brisa. Amar Bishu ben Levi shleishet dvarim asu based in shalmata v'hisgimu based in shel mala al yadon. There are three things that based in shalmata did and based in shalmata agreed to them. The Elohein, these are them. Mikra Megillah, Mikra Megillah, She'elas Shalom, B'Shem, that you can use Hashem's name to uh, greet someone. Bahavas Meiser, and bringing Meiser. We'll see what that is in a second. Mikra Megillah, D'chsev, Kimu V'Kiblu HaYehudim, Kimu L'mala, Mashkiblu L'mata, that the Beis and Shalmala gave their Haskama to Beis and Shalmata. They established Mikra Megillah, which we were just Mekayim, Baruch Hashem, and the Kimu V'Kiblu tells you that there was a, uh, there was a confirmation from Shamayim. From that pasuk, v'she'el hashalim b'shem dichsev v'hinei boyaz b'omi beis lechem v'yomer lakoitzrim Hashem imochem v'oimer Hashem imcha gibor achayel and also the Malach says to says to Gidoin Hashem imcha the Lord will be with you. So my v'oimer v'chitei v'boyaz who'd avim midaytei umishmaile eskim v'yod they had another Hashem agreed to boyaz tashma v'oimer tashma v'oimer Hashem imcha gibor achayel which was a Malach talking. You see that Hashem was maskim to boyaz. It means the bringing of Meiser, the Chsiv. This is by Chizkiyo Amelech. He view as called Meiser El Beisa Oitzer. We he Teref Beisi. We be Chanunin Abezoyis Amar Hashem Tzvokois. Im Leiftech Lochem Es Arubis Shemayim. Arikoyis Hilchem Bracha Ad Belidai. My Ad Belidai. What does that mean? Ad Belidai. Amar Rabbi Barav Ad Sheivlus Hisay Seicha Min Leim Berdai. Now what happened over there was Chizkiyo made an enactment that everyone instead of giving their own Chumas and Meisers, they would bring it to the Beis Hamikdash and they would basically store. They would collect it from everyone. They would give it out that way. And uh, there really wasn't the normal way of doing it, but our Baruch Hu was maskim. And it says in that pasuk that if you do so and you give your trumas and maestres, you will have tremendous blessing and bounty, and you'll have so much bounty, right? Ad belidai. So the words actually, what does it mean? You have so much bracha that you'll be saying ad belidai until you you wear out your lips, telling our Baruch Hu, enough. We can't handle all this gashmias. So that's ad chief ashe yivlu sifsei seichem yloimar dai dai dai. Fine. Zok the Hilgmar Vaiter. Omar Avalaza Begil Maklemai Sefia Ruach Akhoidesh Bebezdina Hefia Ruach Akhoidesh. There were three times when Ruach Akhoidesh made an appearance and became Nicker. Number one is Bebezdina Shel Shem, Ubezdina Shel Shmuel Aramasi, in the basin of Shmuel, Ubezdina Shel Shlomi. Now Bebezdina Shel Shem, Vayaker, Yehuda, Vayoyme, Sot Kabimani, with the story of Yehuda and Tamar. Yehuda was with his daughter in law Tamar, and she became pregnant, and Yehuda said, Sot Kabimani, yes, the baby was mine. So Mino Yoda, how did we know? How did Yehuda know? Maybe he wasn't the only man that was with her. Maybe other men were also visiting this uh, this presumed harlot. 
So the Gemara says, Yasa Baskov Yamra, me many Yatu Khushim, that no, it's from me. These this these secrets, the secret of the world came from me. I needed Yehuda to impregnate Tamar for whatever reason. And uh that was the Basko that came forth and said that. Shmuel said by the coronation of Shaul, he said, um, he said, that Shmuel was completely honest, he never took anything from anyone. Says the Gemara, this is the story where they were fighting over the child, and Shlomo Melech gave the child to the proper mother. How did Shlomo know? Maybe she was making a shtick. The Baskal said, Shlomo, you're right. You got, you got the right one. That's the mother. What's the Raya? What's the Raya? I'm sorry. Meaning, maybe Yehuda basically made a cheshb and he said, Listen, it's nine months to the day when I was with her, Mistamet's my baby. So the Gemara says, Again, that's an answer. Right, I mean again, the chazina mechazina, the chazina lemechazkina, and we can't make a chazaka. Well, I'm not sure what the Gemara is saying here. The Gemara is saying that again, we can't assume it was anybody else. Meaning like this, he knew. Uh, it's, it's, it, the Gemara is further saying this pshat that how did he know Ruach Hakodesh? Yehuda knows he was with her nine months ago and he had a baby. So what? Maybe someone else was with her the same day or whatever. We don't know about that. So of course he, he thinks it's him. What? Whatever it was, whatever the... Four months, she started showing. Right, so, but, but they could tell that she was four months pregnant and he was with her, whatever. They were able to tell. That's more the point. Maybe they, would be able, maybe they would be able to tell. I, maybe someone else was also with her. Maybe, yeah, maybe not. But we know Yehuda was and we know that she's pregnant now and it makes sense. So to assume it's someone else, so what's the right Zeruch HaKodesh? Shmuel Nami, Kulu Yisrael, Kari Lubalash and Yechidi. How do you know Zeruch HaKodesh? Because it says by Yoimer, maybe all of Klai Yisrael is called one, one person. It says Yisrael, Noisha Bashem, that they're called in singular. And the oid, the last one, which is um, we see that one of the mothers was was compassionate on the baby, and one wasn't. That itself is the biggest raya. So we that they were that they should make a shtick. Gemara, the Gemara says we have a tradition that these were the three places. You're right; it's not 100 percent raya, but we have a tradition that these three places uh, ruach hakodesh showed its face. Next week, we'll come to the. I, 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 I